And now, from the Center for Common Sense Counseling, here's Roland Trujillo. Welcome, everyone. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. There's a beautiful saying of Jesus in the Gospel of Thomas. He says to his disciples, If they ask you, What is the sign of your Father within you? Answer them and say, Motion and rest. Motion and rest. If they ask you, What is the sign of your Father within you? Answer them and say, Motion and rest. That's very profound. You see, what comes from God is emotion. There's a very beautiful version of the New Testament. It's called the Caboris Manuscript, translated into English from the Aramaic. It was in Aramaic. And the very beginning of the Gospel of John says, In the beginning was a willed action. You see, God began everything. He's the prime mover. He's the uncaused cause. He willed an action. And from that came forth everything that you see. Well, if you are in God, in God in you, if you're in the Father and the Father in you, then you become a vehicle of the Father's will. And when your only will is to do his will, like Christ, his only will was to do the Father's will. When your only will is to do the Father's will, then His will moves through you. And then your motion, your movement is purposeful. And then you rest. Remember, God created. In the Bible it says He created everything. And then on the seventh day He rested. Well, when you have moved in a purposeful way, in a proper way, in a spontaneous way, from within. In other words, everything you do is intuitively impelled. You move in your own time and space. And what you do then is motion that originates from God through you because you wish to do His will. And it, it's a different kind of energy. It's a different kind of energy. And then when you, when you are done, then you rest. Motion and rest. But contrast that with the way most people live. They react. Everything they do is a reaction. Something happens on the outside and they react. Somebody says something and they react. Something happens and they react. Someone makes a suggestion and they react. See, and then their life is one of being stimulated, excited, and moved, and motivated, and prodded, and challenged, and teased by the outside. I know you can see that all around you. You can see everyone. You see it everywhere. You see the advertisers, you see the schools, you see the, the, the coaches. It's always more, more study, more classes, more this, more that, even in church, more study, more verses, 
more money, more work, more, more, more. So we become like stimulus response animals. Now, for animals, it's perfectly natural. It's perfectly natural. But for we humans, there's something else involved in that. First of all, it's not natural. We're supposed to be inwardly impelled. We're supposed to move graciously and gracefully from being impelled from within. But instead, we become like animals. But the temptation, but that which stimulates us, is not just the usual rain and snow and other animals and so on and heat like it is for animals. For us, it's temptation. Or people who are doing the will of their father, not the heavenly father. And so they tease and they pressure and they insinuate and they motivate and they challenge and you react and you react and you react. Got it? Christ said to his disciples, If they ask you, what is the sign of your Father within you? Answer them and say, Motion and rest. Hi, this is Roland. Just wanted to say hi to all the listeners in Northern California, beautiful Southland and Inland Empire, and all across the world on the internet. I also want to say welcome to all my listeners in Kansas City and Indianapolis, Indiana, every Saturday evening. Welcome. Christ said to his disciples, If they ask you, what is the sign of your Father within you? Answer them and say, motion and rest. Can you see motion and rest? Like taking a breath of air and then rest. Like a heartbeat and then rest. See the beauty of it? The day unrolls and then comes twilight and then the evening for rest. Can you see the beauty of it, the simplicity of it. That's how we must live our lives, motion and rest, doing the will of the Father. But the reason why, you probably wonder why you're so drained and so stressed and so fatigued and so nervous and so upset and so tense. At a very profound level, your whole life has been one of reacting to people on the outside and what they said and what they did and what they insinuated. And then you began to react to every, everything that happened. Everything that happened, you reacted to it. Even if you bumped into a chair, you became angry. If this happened, you became resentful if that happened. And if it wasn't that, then you were getting excited nervous, worried, fearful, upset, reaction, reaction, reaction. Every one of your emotions is a reaction. Someday you'll, you'll realize that. If you, if you begin to, you know, to meditate properly, 
where you learn how to become to to become still, to sit quietly, and let the light the light of God shine through your soul. And if you can learn to get out of your thoughts, see your thoughts are the result of those reactions. The squirrel cage of your thinking is is the result of that. If it's not worry about the future, then it's reliving the past. And what was the past? It was a reaction. So you must see that you have to have a whole different way of living, and it's a, and it takes a whole different energy. But now, you are to, a total stimulus response animal, and the stimulus is temptation or people. See who were acted through, and now they act. So they may not be bad. They don't want to be temptation, but they are. Your father was a temptation, his weakness, his not being there for you. Your mom, with her nagging or her worry or whatever, it was a temptation. The other kids who were cruel and mean and teased you, they were a temptation. Everyone, everything has been a temptation. So now you must learn to stand back and observe without reacting. You have to find a whole new way of living and moving and have your being that comes from within instead of from without. That's the beauty of it. That's the sweetness of it a life of motion and rest. I just published a new book. It's called A Walk on the Spiritual Side. Many people wish to have peace of mind, a sense of spiritual purpose in life, and above all, a right relationship with others, especially their loved ones. The secret way to the fount of understanding is there to be found by the sincere seeker, hidden in plain sight. The key to wisdom, love, and all the good things in life is found within. When you find this pearl of great price, you will begin a new life of purpose and joy. I'm reading from the back page of my new book called A Walk on the Spiritual Side. You can preview it free at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Hi everyone, this is Roland. I just want to take a moment to introduce myself. Well, I've been around 28 years now on the radio. I, uh, I'm just a man with a microphone, and that's how I help people. Well, I'm a lot closer to 70 than I am to 65, so I'll give you an idea that I've been around for a while, okay? But I understand some basic things, but more importantly, I know how to recover from them. Some basic things that go wrong, like resentment hostility and unfinished business and not finding the purpose of your life, okay? Getting sidetracked and conforming to other people and then find, finding out you missed the boat. So I know how to recover from that kind of stuff. And I know the answer is spiritual and it has something to do with God and it has something to do with Christ. See, but here's the thing. Just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, it's not enough. You have to experience Him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing Him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams, and lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like coming up out of being under the ocean, coming up to the surface, and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds, and you take a wonderful deep breath of fresh air 
That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality. The blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing. And that's why I've made a little meditation, too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think uh, could be just what, what you need if you really and truly want to get better, okay, and find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. You see, God is our Heavenly Father, and He knows, it says in the Bible, He knows what we need before we even ask of Him. But you have never known your Heavenly Father. Instead, all you've known is your failing earthly, earthly Father, who wasn't there for you, undoubtedly, when you were a child. And your mom your poor unloved mom, who resented him because he didn't have the kind of love that she needed. And so you've only known failing men, failing people, angry people, and you've never known the Heavenly Father. And so only having known earthly people, the trauma that you underwent through hating that's mostly how it gets in, but also it comes in through false love, see? The trauma penetrates and changes you, and then, and then after that, their ministrations feel like love. I'm sure you've heard of the Stockholm Syndrome. There was a famous case many, many years ago of uh, Patty Hearst, I think her name was. The, she was heir to the great Hearst newspaper fortune, I think. But anyway, she was captured. She was uh, tortured and held prisoner, and and then she became, then she identified with them. She identified with her, her capturers, and so uh, you can see how that happens to people. They identify with, take comfort from, those that change them, and then it feels like love. Being around those types then feels like love. You see, but remember what I said early on. I said. The old military expression, never take comfort from the enemy. Now do you understand? So all the smiling faces all around you, they want, they want to keep you as you are. They want to keep you in the fallen condition that you are, because if you were to refine your ground of being, and if you were to begin to shine, if you were to begin to shine brightly, and speak honestly and from the heart, and spontaneously and truthfully, see, that if you had a, a, a joy, if you had something special, then the children of darkness, the children who have been changed into the image of the world, many of them wouldn't like it. Some of them would. They would give them hope. They would see the good in you. Not you, but the good in you. But some of them wouldn't like it at all. They would want to change you. Change you back to the way you were because they would feel more comfort with you. They wouldn't feel uncomfortable around you. Your brightness, your honesty, your truthfulness would make makes people uncomfortable. And so they would rather have you conforming again and wrong, conforming and wrong, so that you and they together could take your drugs and and party and support each other and 
do whatever you do, and you wouldn't make them feel uncomfortable. But the love of God calls you the other way. It calls you to look, to seek for your true identity, to seek for your true identity. St. Augustine put it this way in his Confessions. He said, You made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless till they find rest in you. The key to wisdom, love, and all the good things in life is found within. When you find this pearl of great price, you will begin a new life of purpose and joy. I'm reading from the back page of my new book called A Walk on the Spiritual Side. You can preview it free at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Did you know that I have over 900 video YouTube lectures? My most popular YouTube lecture is Never Complain, Never Explain. So check it out at YouTube.com or SheddingShackles.com. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage, a spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget, The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Francis de Sales wrote a famous book called An Introduction to the Devout Life, or The Life of Devotion. A Life of Devotion. And so, we must be devoted to something, don't we? But what are we devoted to? Well, mostly we're devoted to the only life that we know, the emotional life, the animal life. See, when you fall away from your creator, then you fall into the, into the flesh, into the imagination, and you, devoid of, separated from your true identity, then look for your identity in the world. And so you look to other people, and especially, you know, you look to uh, sports stars and entertainers, and you look to popular people, and, you know, you want to find an identity. Somehow you see people seeming to be happy and 
get all kinds of approval from others and be respected and admired and looked up to and sought after. And then you think, well, that's the way I want to be. So you, you do, you start jumping through the hoops to get a degree and to do this and to do that and to dress in a certain way and listen to certain music and to act in a certain way to impress others, always to impress others so that you can look good in their eyes and be admired in their eyes and, and get their approval not their disapproval, and get their love. You crave love. You crave love for the identity within you. See? And so this identity craves love from the world. And when it gets love, well, it becomes more of what it, it is, and you become less of what you could have been. See what I mean? And so at some point in your life, you know, for a lot of people, it's when they're around 40. That seems to be a watershed year or time of life. You start to look at yourself and you start to look at your habits, your food practices and your, and your friends and your things, all your stuff and your work and all of that. And you, you see how, how it, it has shaped you and molded you, and then it keeps you trapped, doesn't it? And you yearn to be free. And so you think, well, if I had a, a house in the country or up in the mountains, or, or if I rode a bicycle, or if I got a motorcycle, or if I divorced my wife and got another, a younger wife, or divorced my husband and got a, another husband, or if I got divorced and then wasn't married, then I would be free. Or if I had another job, or if I had more money. See, not to mention the issues that you develop, health issues and financial issues, and you think, well, if I could just pay off my bills and, and get rid of this ailment that I have. And See, but the answer to what has gone wrong with you lies in refinding your true identity and then receiving the love of God. See, and it requires searching for it. Christ said, seek and you will find. All you can do is search, is seek it and yearn for it. Yearn for what is good and yearn for what is true. The cry of the soul is silent. Your soul silently cries out to your creator. And he answers. Okay. And then he answers with, first of all, some light. He gives you a little bit of light, and he gives you the power. He gives you the power. See, now, let's put it this way. After all these years of conforming and being angry and striving, and all of these years of taking in the world, you can't let it go because you need it for comfort. Just like a fish needs water, the deer needs the forest. You need all of your friends and your wrong food and your marijuana and your entertainment and your music, and you need all of that. But if you could leave it aside, if you could not indulge it, if you could stand back from it, well, you can't do it now. But with God's help, you could. He gives you the power to stand back. And if you cry out to your Creator, and He gives you some light, so you can begin to look at things objectively, 
And he gives you the power to stand back and observe. That doesn't mean that you'll, you would become a saint right away. It doesn't mean you could give everything up right away. But if you were serious about coming back to your Creator, then He would give you the power to say no to the most recent things that you've taken up. That would, would give you the power to stand back from some practices that are very health-damaging. And he would give you the power to stand back and be less angry, less resentful toward people. And then you could begin to spiritually recover. You would begin to be in the world, but not of the world. And with time, maybe lots and lots of time, you would learn to, to eat moderately and have the right things. You would learn to be patient with other people instead of resenting and judging them. And you would learn to look at life almost like a tourist and marvel at all the things that you see and not resent other people. And with that kind of an attitude and with God's help, you would begin to draw closer and closer to your Creator. And for not hating people, you would get his approval. For not resenting other people, you would get his approval. And for not being impatient with other people, you would get his approval. And you would feel his love in your being. So now I tie it all together. You must find your heavenly Father, and then you will be able to live a new kind of life, a sweet life of motion and rest, purposeful motion and rest, a spontaneous life of doing good instead of a life of emotional reaction to everything on the outside, which is all you've ever known. Yes, people have failed you. You must forgive them. They never found it either. Augustine said, You made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless till they find rest in you. Why are we restless now? because we're a stimulus response animal reacting to the outside, reacting, reacting. And so we react to everything and we become nervous and tense. We have all kinds of symptoms from our reactions and overreactions. So you must find a new way of living and moving and having your being and flow from within. May I recommend that you get the little meditation that I talk about so much. It could be a nice beginning for you to find this life, this beautiful life, of motion and rest. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.